live in the dungeon. This is the Dream Warrior Review. I'm Kurt Thomas. I'm Nick Strawn. All right, Knives Out. Knives Out. So I was excited to see this one, and I was surprised to see like more than five people working at the movie theater here. They were like 10 people wearing Knives Out shirts. I guess they were expecting a big yeah, showing. Yeah, they had one here. And they had a lot of Frozen, people watching Frozen, and uh, what's the other one? Uh, Charlie's Angels. A lot of stuff was happening yeah, yeah, tonight. Yeah, yeah, it was a very apparently. busy night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I waited in line for a while, and I walked into the Knives Out, and more than half of the crowd was over 70, <laughs> I think. <laughs> you know, I kind of noticed that here, too. Yeah, it, it, was, it was an older crowd. Yeah. Which I'm fine with, because I, I like being the youngest one yeah. in the crowd. That doesn't bother me. <laughs> there were a few young people there, but they look like uh, the NPR type, you know what I mean? Like the public television, Pub- public radio type. <laughs> like, I watch a lot of Poirot, so I have to see Poir- this one. Poirot. Poirot. <laughs> or Sherlock Holmes. That's true. That's true. Uh Everybody was awesome in this. Uh, Christopher Plummer, I, I've always loved Christopher Plummer. I swear, you, you know, I I didn't know what to think of this uh, <laughs> when I first when I first saw the ads for it. I I know it, it yeah. was like it was like one <laughs> ad I looked at and I thought, oh, that looks like a really bad Agatha Christie ripoff, you know? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. What it was, it was a really good Agatha Christie ripoff. <laughs> and then Tony Collette, I mean, I don't think I've ever seen her act like that. Right. Right. She. <laughs> I'm used to seeing her in horror movies, so this is totally different. Well, the th- the thing is, is is the dynamic, the dynamic of the group was perfect. You know. Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, they 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 weren't absolutely hateful, and and you could. There, there was just something about the the, the whole uh, run of it that that had just enough little twists in it, you know. And uh, I I don't want to put out a spoiler at all, but the last scene, <laughs> the last shot of the last scene is just amazing. <laughs> oh, absolutely! Yeah, yeah just, <laughs> that just was like, perfect. Wow, that's really. <laughs> <laughs> there was only one flaw that bothered me, which I don't want to say is a spoiler, basically. But she uses a thing to to mess with a thing, which really wouldn't mess with the thing. Yeah, if you know yeah, what I mean. I, actually, I do. I do. I do. <laughs> and I know firsthand because I yeah I've, I've used those yeah, things before. But, <laughs> but other than that, I I mean, for moving the plot along, it it was it it was a really good version. Of of a of like an Agatha Christie style whodunit, you know. And I liked how Daniel Craig was kind of like uh, borderline like insane, but he was able to yeah, you, <laughs> to make it come across well, like he was actually but, intelligent, but and not get, crazy. Didn't you get that feeling <laughs> that as it was going along that um, I I couldn't tell. And I like this about him. It was hard to tell whether he was even competent, right? You, <laughs> yes, you know, yes, it was yes. hard to tell if if everybody was pulling the wool over his eyes, 
or if he was pulling the wool over everybody's eyes. And the thing is, is I can understand being able to achieve that. But here's the thing is it kept changing. You know, I mean, my my opinion of him kept changing through the film. Right. Which which was just delightful. You know, I know he played it perfectly. And I like how he's like, well, my favorite part was when he was like, enter Mr. Blind. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the the way that he didn't take himself seriously uh, was really interesting. Uh, and then you had the two police, uh, the lieutenant and the. The cop with him that were like, oh, yeah, they played yeah, off, they really played well, off I thought. really well. Um, Don Don Johnson was actually almost watchable. Oh, he, yeah, actually, uh, I thought it was good. Well, Jamie Lee Curtis, of well, course, was yeah, awesome. Yeah, of course, she was awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, one thing I like about this is that there's a huge cast, and it's like one of those like movies where that's one thing I was worried about was like, okay, it's this all star cast, it's gonna right. suck. That's <laughs> and, and, and it's like Clue or something, what, you know. And, what and, I thought, but they, they managed to, I guess, only have a few characters in the room at the same time. You know what I mean? Well, I Most think of the that time. what they did is it, the pressure of being the star wasn't on any of the of the established uh, acts. You know? The, no. the whole thing was being carried by uh, a very new... Uh, Anna de Armas. Yeah, a, a, fa- a face that you haven't really seen that much. And and it get it gave everybody a chance to to kind of uh, play a little bit fast and loose with their characters, and they just did a great job. Yeah, I was like, there there was a moment where Jamie Lee Curtis like made me wet yeah. myself because <laughs> I was like, oh, that was great. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Same thing with uh, Daniel Craig. Actually, he had some moments that I was like, wow, I didn't know yeah, you could do that. No, yeah, all, yeah. All, all the way through, I I was. Uh, and I was so prepared because I am not. I am not a fan of. Um, uh, of well, I'm not a fan of the classic uh, Agatha Christie whodunits, um, right? Because they're so formulaic. I, I mean, you know, uh, to me, the Orient Express. Ugh, uh, there's 80 versions out there of the Orient Orient Express and. And just each one a worse dripping board than the next, you know. <laughs> well, I only like the I like the one <laughs> Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah, but you have to be in the right frame of mind to well, watch that. Wh- who's like ready to to have a slow paced? We're gonna show you a little tiny <laughs> bit at a time, <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, but uh, you know, uh, or um, it. it it was a clue, like it was. It was like playing Clue, only it was good. <laughs> well, there's even a line. This is like a house straight out yeah, of Clue. It was. <laughs> Plus, uh, I, I I do think that the uh, house itself um, was definitely a character in it. I, oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely, uh, one of the characters. Uh, it was it was dressed uh, so interestingly you know i mean i mean it was um it was so over the top <laughs> right yes it was, it was. so over the top <laughs> it, it 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 had become um it, it it's like if if it had been a character in the film it would have been um the lunatic cousin you know 
who who literally <laughs> is in the background of the shot just walking into the wall. Brink, ah, uh, brink, ah, uh, brink. You know, I, I mean, it was, it was, it was just so interesting to look at. Going, wow, you know, really? Why is that there? <laughs> and there wasn't too much humor either. I mean, I, you know, just like a mild humor, like the oh, the youngest son. <laughs> that didn't make yeah, any sense. Yeah, well, yeah, that, yeah, the youngest son was pretty funny. <laughs> didn't you think that the youngest son was going to be more of an involved character than than just yes, yes. Than, didn't throw away lines that he really was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's great, but it's great that when you have a film that you can actually introduce a character that's only there for the throwaway lines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have a point there, actually. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I, I kind of felt the same way about that. Uh, the one girl that was kind of like her friend. Oh, right, yeah, the, yeah. She was kind of just there to only do a couple things, and that was right, it. Right, <laughs> right, exactly. And, and the thing is, is the status was the status of how far you had actually seen this character before or this actor before was um, that that was the basis upon which how many throw throwaway lines you got. <laughs> right. Well, I've seen that guy before, but I don't. I can't really think of anything off the top there of my you head. Go. That's exactly it. Oh no, I, I I enjoyed the living hell out of this film. Um, I, I I would put it at, up up at a four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, <laughs> I I don't like how we always. Yeah, agree. I really we hate this. Yeah. No, that, what I really meant to say taste. is it's a one because it was the worst piece of crap I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Maybe I should just go that way, just even if I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> well, this director is the guy that did. Uh, he did a few episodes of Breaking Bad. He also did episode. What did he do? The Last Jedi? Right, right. Star Wars? Episode 8? Was it 8? Yeah, it was 8. That <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. Because <laughs> 9 is coming out, right? Right, yeah. right. So, I wanted to go into something really quickly that um, that just kind of blew me away. And, and, and you have to tell me if I brought this up on something else. At some other point, did I bring up um, PlaySafe? Story time. Story time. Play safe. Yeah, the, uh, the Canadian safety commercial. I, I don't think you've talked about that yet. I uh, uh it amazed me that um that I could I, I, I did a film that <laughs> the first thing that I did in Hollywood was I came and hit, helped my sister uh, do the scenic painting um, on a uh, Canadian safety commercial. And what has surprised me and continued to surprise me is how much I've been getting a hold of people that are uh, Canadian. Anybody that I happen to run, run across on facebook that's canadian and i asked them if they've seen this commercial and they go nuts about it <laughs> yeah oh, really nuts about that commercial and i'm like i'm just stunned that so many people know about something and what i'm really stunned about is that i didn't know anything about it other than i worked on it 
I had I didn't know anything about its you know history uh, in with the Canadian people uh, that so many people it ran for so long and it uh, it became such a part of uh, of the uh, cultural uh, Canadian uh, thing <laughs> it's just I, I I'm just still completely blown away by that because uh, it, it, I, I just never heard about that commercial again you know well what was the commercial it was uh it, it was a commercial about uh, 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 it's a Canadian safety council and it's yeah. a, a robot called Astar that <laughs> that goes through uh, it, Basically, what we did is we had four sets that were uh, like 30 feet long, uh, 30 feet high, and and this uh, girl, Allison uh, Allison Brown, I finally remember her name. Allison Brown was dressed like a robot, right? And uh, this is this is really well done, like ILM. Uh, qual- some of the uh, Richard Edland started a sh- uh, company called uh, Apogee, and Apogee was the one that was producing this commercial, and um, it was five million in the very early '80s, uh, just for a commercial. Wow. And we did four of these sets that she fell in front of, uh, and they had gears, and it was supposed to look like uh, they turned the camera on its side, so. Um, it looks like she's in slow motion moving uh, through these tubes to these to these different uh, points inside of this uh, spaceship, right? And yeah. and there's all these dangerous things like these uh, big gears and and different types of saw blades and blades that she goes through that are snapping at each other and one of them cuts off her arm and she grabs the and all then you see her reconnecting the arm and she goes my name is astar i, I can put my arm back on you can't play safe <laughs> well i'm actually looking at it on on youtube there's like multiple uh people have uploaded yeah, it's crazy isn't <laughs> it's it? like one has 9,000 views, one has 292,000 views, one has 196,000 views. Isn't that views. crazy? <laughs> I mean, and we have, was, Americans do not know the cultural phenomenon that is Astar. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it aired from 1984 to 1994, apparently, according to the Yeah, so uh, this huge... Pe- and, wow. And, and evidently, <laughs> it, it, uh, it played in the afternoon with all the comics. So there's all these people that are of that age, you know, uh, in their thirties and forties that, you know, I ask and they say, Oh, Astar. Yeah, no, (laughs) sure. Astar scared the hell out of me. I would never think of doing anything unsafe because of Astar. (laughs) It's like, wow. (laughs) So, and all I have is the more, you know, yeah, that's right. And all we get is, yeah, the more you know. Dee, dee, dee. Star shooting. 
Yeah, that's it. That's what we got. I mean, <laughs> where's hey, where's our Canadian safety robot? Hmm. Right. I, I don't think we had any safety. Uh, unbelievable. I was actually telling my wife the other day, like, so we were taking my daughter to gymnastics, and like we have like a small window where she has to change clothes in between. <laughs> from right. Her, and so we wait till we get there, or we have her change before we go from school. And so I was like, well, this is weird, because I remember times when I was like, my daughter's age five, I was like, oh, when I was five, I remember my mom would just like throw me my soccer outfit, I would undo the lap belt in our station wagon. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> and then change my clothes, I'd be lying down, putting my pants on, like, and she was right, driving. exactly. Didn't even think about it, right. <laughs> just absolutely. <laughs> and now we're like, oh, we can't do anything until we stop. <laughs> so I don't know, it was, it yeah, was weird, well. but... Yeah, I had a flashback. So we needed safety, more safety videos when I was a kid. All I had was Sesame Street, and they barely covered safety. <laughs> I think they should have well, had like well, a Grover running with knives or something. We're going to be interviewing uh, George uh, George C. Romero. Yes, I can't and, wait. Um, uh, his his contention is that uh, filming used to be dangerous. That's <laughs> the name of his company. Is like filming used to be dangerous. So I, I think it still can yeah. be, <laughs> especially if it's a independent type movie or uh, if you, you try know, hard. There's no there's no uh, unions <laughs> if you, involved. Yeah, if you try hard enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you're doing yeah. it right, it's, it's like see. sex. <laughs> if you're doing it right, it can be dangerous. <laughs> it's like that. Really, I remember going to see Bob Hope when I was probably too young to go yeah. see Bob Hope, and uh, he was really old at that point, and. Uh, one of his jokes, the only, the only joke I really remember from the whole stand-up act was, um, I, I'm finding sex to be dangerous lately. It's like, I keep falling off my TV. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's like, okay. Because <laughs> he was talking about all the sexy, like, I don't know, soap operas right, and stuff. Right, exactly. Uh, uh, that's a little bit <laughs> But scary. I was like, oh, you know, Bob Hope, yeah. you know. Well. Even when he was on his game, he wasn't the no, funniest guy. No, he really guy, wasn't. Like. <laughs> Not one of my favorites. So, anyway, we've rated... We came, we conquered. Yes. I give it a 4-2. I think I didn't officially okay, say that. Well, but th- there, th- once again. Don't worry. We'll have one that we disagree on yeah, someday. Someday. My prince will come. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll see you. <laughs> Bye. <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I am Astar. A robot. I can put my arm back on. You can't. So play safe. Thanks for joining us on the Dream Warrior Review Podcast. Don't forget to tell your friends about us, follow us, and, of course, like us. We can be found on Podbean, which is an amazing app, YouTube, Stitcher, Alexa on any pod, iTunes, Google Play, we're on Twitter as well, at DW Review, and, of course, Facebook. You can find us there. You can also email us at dreamwarriorreview at gmail.com. <laughs>